sexy mother. S to the S. Welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Arrogance from Love Symbol. Recorded in December 1991 at Paisley Park and released on the 13th of October 1992. On the track it is Prince and the New Power Generation with Kirstie Alley uh, playing the role of Vanessa Bartholomew. Um, <laughs> in the previous song the last 20 seconds are kind of like a segue that's bolted on to the end of Damn You. Um, where Kirstie Alley finishes by saying the words, why are you so arrogant? Um, and that kind of carries over into the start of this song, uh, which itself is a very short one minute 35. Uh, not not quite the shortest ever Prince track, because I think his first ever song and his first ever album was like just over a minute. Yeah, I hope um, we have I hope we have the time to cover this long song and all of the, <laughs> all of the lyrical content therein. Yeah, uh, joining me to talk about it is Tim Holsizer. Hello, Tim. Hey, how you doing? Um, in terms of a genre, I feel it's quite clearly Prince doing a uh, like a straight up rap song. It actually has a sample of "I Know You Got Sold" by Eric B and Rakim um, mm-hmm. in there, and it also has a sample of. Uh, a song that I'm going to call N for Life, written by DOC and Dr. Dre with MC Ren, performed, of course, by NWA. But yeah, so we have we have a couple of samples here on the track. You know, you've got Michael B. Sonny T. You've got Levi, Tommy Barbarella, uh, Tony M, of course, Kirk Johnson, Damon Dixon. And then you have the MPG horns. Um, and unusually, there's no credit here to DJ Graves for scratching. And he appears on pretty much any other song that is a rap song doing scratching. So I'm guessing... <laughs> Somebody else did the, the sampling on this particular one. It's worth noting that Tony M, Kirk Johnson, and Damon Dixon are credited for background shouts. Um, so, <laughs> so, I mean, I you know, I kind of, I don't know what that's meant to mean. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah there is a, a kind of... A <laughs> That that is kind of a like what they they kind of add to the track, isn't it? More or less. I mean, the the funny thing is, you know, like this song kind of um, kind of blends into like it, it segues from "Damn You" with the you know the the kind of the, the end of that with uh, Vanessa Bartholomew asking, you know, uh, why are you so arrogant? And there's a whole um, pimp rag, tootsie pop, and a cane. That stuff is actually said in that segue. Um, and then, you know, we kind of crash into arrogance um, with the sample of why are you so arrogant? And and then from there, we kind of end up in the position of, um, you know, kind of segueing straight after this into the flow. Um, but the mm-hmm. flow was actually recorded for Diamonds and Pearls. And so it's kind of it's interesting that that this song sounds like it goes straight into the flow, but it, it really doesn't, you know, like that was a re- that was kind of like a song that was a year older than this. And they just kind of put them together and it kind of creates this segue from damn you through arrogance into the flow. Um, and then obviously, as soon as the flow finishes, you get the intro for seven. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we have the kind of why are you so arrogant, which kind of then turns into kind of um, I don't know, it's like sampled and then it kind of gets kind of distorted a little bit. And then we have this this kind of repeated sample of there he is. 
um, which uh, is kind of, you know, played over and over again. And then Prince asks, what makes a man want to rule the world? Um, what indeed? And, and the answer, of course, is a double a double arrogance. And then he says, make a man enough to say he's 50-50 girl. I mean, I'm not quite sure I understand what, what he's asking there, but a double a double arrogance. And then he goes, yes. what makes a man want to curse and swear? I was trying to figure out how to pronounce a double a double arrogance as arrogance. arrogance. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's what it is. Yeah, because it's like it's like four, it's like five A's at the beginning of arrogance, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and then you know, Prince says, "Blame it on heaven because he's already there." And then we get the little kind of horn sting, which goes, bah, 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 bah. and then we get pimp, rag, tootsie pop, and a cane. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it's such a kind of really weird kind of. I mean, all of these sentences are just complete non sequiturs because they don't. None of them are really. I mean, apart from maybe ruling the world, nothing else is kind of really about arrogance. Maybe if we had a gr- a grasp on what saying you're a fifty fifty girl means, maybe that would like really be like, oh, that's a wise saying. Yeah, I I mean, maybe does that mean that he's like gonna split his wealth with this person fifty fifty? Maybe that's the. Or does it mean he's splitting his time with two girls 50-50? I don't, it's, it's, just, it's just one of those things where you would like just one or two more words in that sentence to clarify exactly what Prince is talking about. Yeah, um, maybe a paragraph. <laughs> and then we get the second, I'm not going to call it a verse, because I don't think this is either a verse or a chorus, where he says, what makes a man want to play guitar? Which, I mean, I don't think A-double-A-double arrogance is what makes a man want to play guitar. I think maybe it's just because, you know, you like music and, you you know, you've got an idea and, you know... I, don't, I mean, you know, and then Prince insists it's the same thing that makes him want to be a star. Uh, yeah, again, it, I, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a really weird kind of accusation coming from Prince here. Yeah, it almost sounds like he's accusing himself or something. Yeah. Maybe maybe he, when he found religion, he realized, oh, no, I'm I'm committing one of the one of the cardinal sins or whatever. Yeah. Ex- I mean, except he didn't really kind of find religion for like another few years. So this is a very kind of prescient song, maybe. And then, Good of point. course, he says, what makes him want to see his name in lights? A double A double arrogance, and then he goes, "Was it the same thing that made Eve take the first bite?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and then of course we we get Pemprag, Tootsie Pop, and a cane, and then we get a little bit of kind of like um, you know <laughs> some scratching, and in there there are the samples, one of which says, "Don't make me get up," and then the other one says, "There he is, get him." Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, and then we get we get this kind of the music kind of drops out, and we get this, "Don't make me get up." And then Prince says, like a flame she came and I was no longer cold. And Vanessa Bartholomew says, that's a little shady for this lady was only 16 years old. Which calls back to, um, you know, the questionnaire from Love to the Nines with the the answer jailbait. Um, And also recalls, Mm -hmm. you know, the opening of the morning papers uh, when he's every schoolboy's fantasy. Um, So, you know, I, I mean... In reality, Maite was almost 20, so uh, the idea... Maybe right. the, the kind of the Egyptian princess that she's playing in the storyline that's meant to run through the, the album is that she's 16. Um, and in that case, Prince is, I don't know, probably not 34. He's probably a little bit younger himself. <laughs> you know, uh, the characters yeah. are, are probably different ages. Let's put it like that. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's a weird it's... line to end on, but then it kind of immediately jumps into the flow, so... Uh, you don't really get time to think about mm. it. It's such an interesting part of his career because he like just, you know, a few years ago, he's on the Black album and he's kind of, you know, deriding rap music. And then here he is a few years later and he's fully embraced it more or less. Yeah. It's just, it's fascinating. He's a fascinating guy. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Although I got to be honest with you, like this song itself, 
it sounds it's kind of like uh, I mean if I was to kind of think about earlier versions where Prince kind of did rapping and stuff like that it kind of sounds a little bit like super funky califragilisticexy where he has that kind of rapid fire mm. kind of delivery um so it's I mean you know I think he was also kind <laughs> of saying you know there, there are some rappers who don't know what they're doing but obviously there are other rappers who were really kind of you know um you know really accomplished and you know who kind of elevate it but for a lot of the time it's just you know people kind of uh you know poorly executing rapping i can understand the point the prince was kind of making which is you know rap as a form was still quite new and and obviously there was still space for you know vanilla rice to have the best-selling rap album at that particular time you know like if you're thinking about representations of the genre the bigger the kind of the the, the more mainstream versions were not the best representation of of rap at the time um so i can't mm. i kind of understand why prince did that but you know here he's sampling nwa and eric b and rakim so obviously he has some kind of knowledge of, of what's going on. Right. Um, Very tasteful. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's not really, I don't feel like there's a huge amount to say about this song. Cause like we say, it's, it's just a shade over 90 seconds and the final few seconds yeah. of it are, you know, that exchange between Prince and Kirstie Alley before we, we kind of, you know, so we, ha- we have the start where Kirstie Alley sampled for saying, why are you so arrogant um, to Prince? And then it finishes with, you know, another kind of small segue of a few seconds linking into the flow. Um, you know, and I mean, Prince didn't really perform this song. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's one that found it. What? Yeah, I think I think this is actually one of the few times where we're talking about a song that Prince never performed live. You know, it feels mm. like it's it's fulfilling a function on this album of just getting from one track to the other track. Like it's just like a little bit of filler Very between much, yeah. two tracks. Um, and obviously, if the storyline that was you know put on the on this album was more kind of um emphasized i feel like this song would have been a little bit longer and it would have kind of gone into a bit more detail and kind of would have called to the you know the ongoing storyline a bit more but as it is it just feels a bit perfunctory kind of from going from one song to another perhaps still perhaps kirstie alley's greatest role (laughs) yeah after (laughs) i don't know uh what star trek 2 was she in uh rafa khan yeah, oh, that's true. So this is this is probably yes. second, a close second, I would say, after Star Trek Two. Oh, very close. Hot on the heels of uh, <laughs> what was her name? Savage. Yes, yeah, that is the character she played, uh, which was then taken over by a different actress um, in Star Trek ah. Three and Four. Um, yeah, so I mean, I I I mean, I find this song to be kind of delightfully silly because because the whole you know like what makes a man want to play guitar like. I don't think that's a philosophical, that's like a philosophical <laughs> question that people are asking these days. Um, you know, and so it's nice that Prince kind of gets to the, the root of it. And I mean, I find it funny that his answer to everything is a double, a double arrogance. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what makes a man want to eat some yogurt? Yeah. A double, a double arrogance. I mean, what makes, what makes two men want to discuss a 90 second song for 15 minutes? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, for me personally, I don't think I go in a higher than like a two out of five. I don't think this is a track of, of any kind of consequence. And I don't think that, the, that this album itself would lose anything by losing these 90 seconds you know um if prince wanted to segue from damn you into the flow i think it would work just as well i agree um so i mean i i don't think i should need to say it but nobody's covered this song (laughs) um (laughs) are you sure yeah although i would uh, here's the thing if somebody has like got an acoustic guitar and has just like kind of covered this song then that would be something to see 
Um, oh so, man, as yeah. a folk song or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really slow it down <laughs> and kind of double it up, and you know, make it go for about three minutes and really kind of dig down into arrogance. Um, but yeah, so um, I feel like we've said as much as possibly can be said about this this ninety five second song. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Tim? Um, no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Okay, well, you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us if you've done a cover of this song at princetrackbytrack at gmail.com. Otherwise, thanks for being my guest once more, Tim. Oh, it's delightful. I love being on here. And goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>